and welcome to Fairpool AMA. Today we're going to talk about an interesting problem that we've discovered during um, building a system for the asset management for our company. So in the previous AMA and in, in the dev updates, uh, we have shared that we want to grow our strategy using uh, Ethereum staking and some other uh, low risk methods, which have been proven over time. Uh, and so before that, we want to also increase the security of our wallets. So we have been trying to um, select a, like a, a better security system that we're currently using. And uh, we realize that it's very hard to, uh, to do that without making some assumptions which we're not really comfortable making. Like, let me explain. So uh, let's say uh, you have, uh, let's say you're choosing between two systems, two, let's call them policies. The first policy requires you to use 10 multi-sig, uh, 10 out of 12 uh, multi-signature, multi-sig wallet. Uh, and so uh, another policy requires you to use just a two or three multi-sig. And so uh, theoretically, 10 of 12 should be more secure than two or three. But first of all, uh, if all those 10 wallets or even 12 wallets, uh, which are used for, for multi-sig are actually held at the same location, then this is not much secure. This is not much more secure than two or three multi-sig where each wallet is held at a different location. So the security of the schema itself depends not only on the schema, but also on the, uh, on the external factors, like, uh, the storage location of the, uh, of the wallet. Uh, also, it depends on the kind of wallet that's being used. Uh, so, for example, uh, even if we, if we compare two, uh, two or three schemas, uh, where in the first one, all three wallets are from the same provider, and they are software wallets, but uh, the most important thing is, is, is that they are from the same provider. It doesn't matter if they are from the safe, uh, if they are software wallets or hardware wallets. Now, this schema is less secure than uh, the schema where you have different providers of the wallets. Because uh, if uh, there is a vulnerability in the wallet software itself uh, and the wallet is hacked and the seed phrase somehow gets extracted, uh, then if this particular vulnerability is, is discovered within a particular uh, type of a wallet and this specific type of wallet is used in all those uh, wallets which are being used for tier three multisig, then obviously it's uh, like the, the whole multisig is under um, under attack. It's, it could be hacked. So uh, we see first of all that there are uh, different external factors that, that have to be considered before uh, deciding whether the scheme one one schema one policy is more secure than the other. And the uh, another factor which is even more interesting, even more important, is that. We don't know some of the variables, some of the variables. So the first one is, uh, what is the probability of a wallet being hacked? We do know that it's possible. We do know that there are, let's say, side channel attacks. And uh, those are methods of extracting of uh, the uh, private, cre private key from a Trezor wallet. Uh, so it's, it's possible to do this. Uh, now, another thing is that Ledger, for example, it had a Recently, it had an update which allowed you to use uh, a key uh, recovery service, whatever. So, um, first of all, it was possible to uh, 
um, to share, if, I, if I remember correctly, it's possible to share a part of your key uh, or even the whole of your key uh, with Ledger itself uh, or with their providers, you know, uh, vault providers. Now, this implied that it was possible to extract the seed using software. Just a software update uh, was necessary to make the seed recoverable. And so it turned out that the seed was recoverable all the time just by software. So it was possible, let's say, to get a ledger wallet. Uh, let's say someone steals a ledger wallet uh, and then makes a custom firmware. And then uh, the person the person uploads to this custom firmware uh, onto the ledger and then he or she can extract the uh, seed. Now, <laughs> uh, that means uh, even if we assume that uh, there is a probability or like a, uh, plausibility of a seed being extracted. We don't know. First of all, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. Maybe new attacks are going to be discovered. And uh, even if we assume that by default, every wallet is insecure and by default, there is a probability, a non-zero probability that uh, the seed is going to be extracted somehow or is going to become extractable, like the new uh, way is going to be discovered. Then the question becomes, uh, if we don't know, what, what, how do we calculate the security of a schema if we don't know the specific probability of it happening? We know that it's possible. The fact that it's possible doesn't give us the probability. Now, so how do we calculate probability of what? Of an event, like probability of, uh, of a seed being extracted at, up to a specific date or what? A probability of a, a new schema appearing, a new and you were, how do you how can you model the future where, when you don't have enough data about the past even it's like uh, you're completely stuck here so we're not sure actually how to address uh, this uh, lack of knowledge like uh, ontological lack of knowledge um, uh, what do we uh, like the the idea that we had is that uh, it's possible to just increase the uh, heterogeneity, heterogeneity of the schema. And the heterogeneity is the uh, property where, um, I'll explain it this way, like I'll give an example. Uh, so using a multisig is obviously better than not using multisig. Uh, and when I say better, more secure. It's actually it's less usable because it, re it requires the person to well, use multiple keys, so you have to spend more time if you have a multi-sig. But it makes it more secure, makes the schema, the whole schema more secure because uh, the attacker would have to hack at least two wallets if you're using a two or three multi-sig. Now, uh, the heterogeneity of this schema is just a bit that you have different seeds, different seed phrases, so the attacker would have to extract them. Now, as I told you, uh, if all of those wallets are the same wallet, then it, the attacker can use the same vulnerability to extract the seed. But uh, if these are different wallets, then the attacker would have to uh, use different vulnerabilities to extract the seeds. And now it makes it more make, makes it harder for the attacker to actually execute the scheme. So what we have been thinking about is that increasing security was actually increasing the heterogeneity. The heterogeneity. It's like the same approach as an investing. Uh, if you don't know, you can diversify. You can just use different assets. You can put, put your money in different assets. 
And so here you have the same uh, the same principle that you can use. You can make uh, different bets. Like, uh, to explain this, yeah. Let's say you have a limited amount of capital, and uh, you can either bet this capital all on one on one bet on one specific stochastic process, or you can split your capital between the stochastic processes. Uh, in our case. It's, uh, it's uh, betting on the fact that a specific wallet will not be hacked in future. So we can either bet on a single wallet not being hacked in the future, or we can bet on multiple wallets not being hacked in the future. And then uh, the more different the, uh, um, the schema is, the lower the probability that it's going to happen. So yeah. Uh, we we definitely know that we even though we don't know the exact probabilities we uh, can make um, we can make propositions about this probability we can make postulates about this probability increasing or decreasing uh, with the usage of different wallets or different um, different factors different uh, authentication factors for example the same that you have the same uh, thing that you're doing with two-factor authentication it's just increasing the heterogeneity of the schema. So it makes it, yeah, I'd say it does make it less probable that the funds are going to be stolen. Uh, this still leaves us a question of where exactly do we stand on, like how many uh, wallets, which wallets should we use, etc., etc. Uh, but this is actually, uh, I, I would say that's a, that's a lower question. Like, should we use T of three multisig, three of five, four of five. That's another question uh, which we have to consider. Obviously, four of five would give us uh, even better um, profile. Maybe actually it's possible to do it in the following way. So uh, we can also split the funds between different addresses. And for different addresses, we can apply different schemas. We can use, uh, let's say, four of five multisig for an asset for an address uh, with higher uh, with higher amount and uh, with something that we are not planning to touch for longer term term uh, and then we can use two of three multisig for assets which um, which uh, should be usable in the near term. Now we're going to solve those problems in the in the coming week. Thank you for listening to this AMA and see you next time.